Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to prove to you in this episode that your body is like a friend that treats you like crap when you don't do what it wants to do. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm not going to do a long intro. Just get ready for the show. Are you ready? Of course you are. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's S. Anthony Thomas. Listen, uh, Wednesday's show, I talked about how lame I felt and how I felt like crap. And today's show, Friday, which is being recorded at 4 o'clock New Jersey time, I'm telling you right now, I still feel like crap, right? And I'm starting to think that maybe my body is mad at me for something. Right, everybody, you think your body's your friend. You think your body's all for whatever you're doing. You think your body is your homeboy. And I'm telling you right now, I think our bodies are vindictive pieces of crap sometimes. It's like, you ever, you ever been in a friendship where you thought everything was cool with that particular person? And then you find out if you do something that disappoints them or you disagree with them, all of a sudden you see a side of them that you never saw before, right? You got a friend at work, you got a friend at school, and everything's great until that one time they ask you to do a favor that, you, and you legitimately can't do it. There's something that is legitimate and big that you can't move for them. Normally you move stuff, but this particular time you can't, and you get, you look at their face when you say no, even though you have a good reason and a reasonable reason to say no. You look at their faces and you see their face slightly contort in a way you've never seen it before. The only thing missing from that face they're making is the sinister music you hear in movies or the sinister music you hear in soap operas. You know, they make that face. You see in the movies with the guy, hey, what's going on? You, you, you can't make it, huh? Well, that's fine. <laughs> And you don't notice that much, but in his mind, he's thinking, you rotten sassafras and Jehoshaphat, I'll get you. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, four months later, when you forgot about this whole big deal because it really wasn't that big of a deal in the first place, you really need that friend for something. And you ask that friend for something. And it's not, and, and like I said, under normal circumstances, this person would say yes because you said yes to them. But four months ago, you had to say no for a legitimate reason. But this time, this person could easily help you with no problem. But they remembered the time you said no, even though you had a reason to say no and a reasonable reason to say no. And it's revenge time. Hey, can you help me out with this thing that's important? That would be no big deal if you helped me out. It would actually not uh, change your plans at all. It would only require the most minimal of effort. You know, so much so that you would actually probably do this for someone that wasn't a close friend of yours. Oh, no. I got this thing I got to do. I'm so sorry. And then that face comes back on. That evil face comes back on. And the music. Oh, I can't stand it. Well, your body is just like that, my friends. Your body, you think it's part of you, right? It's part of you. So it's not going to do anything against you, right? It's part of you. It's not like this other person who's a separate entity in and of himself. No, your body is part of you. Mm-hmm. 
You go about your everyday activities. You know, go to the supermarket, go shopping, play with your kids. If you have kids, or in my case, play with your grandnieces and nephews. You don't feel taxed at all. Not at all. You go to the supermarket, you shop for the month or some crap like that. Not a big deal. You put the things in the cart, the cart to the car, the cart to the house. Boop, 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 de boop. Not a big deal, right? Your body's used to that. And your body likes everything to just stay as it is. He plays with his grandnephews and nieces. You know, he occasionally goes out and plays a little ball, you know, with some of his boys, the other old dudes. <laughs> He does all these other things. Not a problem. Not a problem. And then one day your doctor says, hey, you put on a little weight, buddy. You better get back to doing what you were doing. And you go, yep, you know what, doc? You're right. I don't want to mess my progress up. Back to working out. And you go back to the gym. And you go in the gym and you feel a little uncomfortable, right? You don't know why. And I'm going to tell you why. Because your body remembers. Your body doesn't like it there. Your body's like, oh, I, I thought I had convinced you everything was fine. And now you're going to come back in here and hurt me again, huh? You rotten sassafrasin Jehoshaphat, how dare you? And most of us think, well, my body is getting better. I, I lifted weights. I'm going to be stronger. And you will be stronger eventually. But before you get to eventually, you have right now. And right now, ow, that's what it feels like. Maybe not at the moment, but later on that day, you're going to get a little sore. You're going to get a little tight because you've actually taken the body that liked doing your normal everyday activities and was comfortable with that. And you've now forced it to do stuff it can't do because that's what working out is. Taking your body beyond what its normal capacity is so it will gain more muscle and more cardiovascular ability, right? You weren't out of breath at the supermarket. <laughs> nope, you just walked to the car. You didn't feel sore after picking up them eggs and put them in there, did you? No. But now, halfway through the workout, your body's like, what are you doing? I'm already in some discomfort at what he's put. He's doing it again. Three sets of ten. You just did two sets of ten and I'm already sore. Okay. All right. I got something for you, Jack. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Right? You go over to the squat rack. You put on some weights. You do your squats. You do your calf raises and your body's like, you rotten son of, oh, you, ooh, I can't stand you. You get home after the workout, you as a human being, not the body, just the person, just the mind. You're thinking, I feel good. I got back into the gym. I did a nice workout. I did what I was supposed to do. And it's the beginning of a journey of getting back in shape and losing the weight that I gained and then losing more weight to get ultimately in great shape. Yeah, that's what your mind is thinking. But your body is mad. That's what that pain is. A lot of people think it's lactic acid buildup and micro tears in the muscle that will eventually restitch themselves and become bigger, which is going to happen. But I'm telling you, some of it is your body going, you rotten sassafras and Josephats. You go to bed, you figure this is going to be great. You go to sleep and that's when your body does all the healing. That's when it flushes out the toxins. Okay, that's when the body starts healing itself. That's when the micro tears in the muscles and when I did the weightlifting, that's when they start to heal up and the muscle begins the process of getting bigger and stronger. That's what's going to happen. But that's not what happens that first night, is it? Oh, no. Your body's going. Your body looks at the bicep and goes, okay. 
Can't get him there. How about the back? Nope, can't get him. Wait a second. Wait a second. I know what we'll do. Because if he, we make his arms so he can still do some stuff. But he can't do stuff if he can't walk. <laughs> Let me look at those calf muscles. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. you did a little, you a little overtaxed there, bro. <laughs> and you were such a hurry to get home. You didn't rehydrate. <laughs> Overworked muscles plus not enough liquid equals. Ah! Charlie horse. Exactly. Because that's how you wake up, punk. A Charlie horse in your right calf. Yeah! You wake up. Oh, God! Oh! Right? Ah! And it balls up. Looks like you got a candle open your top of your calf. And your body's like, that ought to teach him. <laughs> got him. That'll keep him out of the gym for a couple of days. <laughs> and then he'll be out of the gym for a couple of days. And he'll get into the habit of not being in the gym all's well and good but no what the body doesn't realize is that you're now massaging out the charlie horse you're massaging it out <coughs> excuse me for the coughing i'm still sick remember you're massaging it out yeah and even though it's still a little sore it's not all locked up oh and okay maybe you're not going to go to the gym for a couple of days but it doesn't stop you from wanting to go to the gym just from going to the gym you're going to let that calf rest yeah the next day goes by the calf's a little sore but you can still walk around everything's good right but you make you, you jump down the steps or you slide down the steps whatever you're doing you're playing with one of the kids and you land on that calf and it doesn't feel too bad and you start thinking whoa the calf was not as bad as i thought after i massaged it out and hydrated myself up and put some treatment on oh man i'll be able to go to the gym tomorrow you say it out loud and the body's like what Oh, oh, so that wasn't enough of a message for you. Okay, see you tonight when you go to sleep, punk. Exactly. You go to sleep later on that night. Right. And then the body goes down to your left calf and goes, get him. Yeah, you wake up. Ah! Your left calf feels like the right one did the day before. But in your mind, you're going, that's okay. I rubbed it out. You know what I'm saying? If I rub it out like I did the other calf, it'll be okay. I mean, it may delay me by another day. And the body goes, oh, you smart Alec. Get his right calf again. Yeah! Now you got big Charlie horses in both legs. And you're thinking you can't even get out of bed. You're trying to rub both legs out at the same time. And as you begin the progress and rubbing your legs out, your calves are starting to get better again. And the body goes, you rotten. Get him in the hamstring. Yeah! Both of your hamstrings seize up. Now you're rubbing your hamstrings and your calves at the same time. You're trying to get your legs back. And old time you're thinking hell no i'm not going back to the gym i need to chill for a minute maybe i gotta go see the doctor what the heck is this yeah i said it our bodies are pieces of crap i said it we need them but those rotten sassafras and jehoshaphats teach us a lesson sometimes I know what you're thinking. You're going, hey, man, this is just a story you wrote to entertain us on this podcast. And well, that's true. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, back in character. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dag nabbit. It don't stop there. You think it stops there? Oh, hell no, it doesn't. Oh, the body's got more for you, right? 
Okay, maybe it can't stop you from going to the gym. You go, you know what, that's it. I'm just going to hydrate and work out and double stretch and quadruple stretch. And I won't have to worry about that as much. And the body goes, oh, how dare you? Okay, so you're going to be physically strong. I get it. There's nothing I can do to stop you now. Okay. But now the body's mad. And it's not about, it's not even about stopping you from going to the gym now. It's all about revenge. Yeah, I said it. If you eat right along with exercising, everything's great. You ever seen people that you know that eat right all the time and exercise all the time? Your body loves it when you, when you eat right, right? That's one place where your body goes, I'm with it. Drink that water, eat that salad, eat them diet or ice cube chips and low calorie lettuce. I'm all for it. I like it. But sometimes we get a little arrogant. We get a little arrogant. You've been there before where... You go and you see something you want to eat and you know daggone well you don't need to be eating that, but you're going to do it anyway. I had a friend of mine that I knew for a fact could not handle spicy foods at all. Started to hang out with a group. He was like a newer friend to the group. And my buddies were all, they, they were all like Italian dudes and, you know, and, and you know, and, and they're all of different ethnicities. But everybody there ate really spicy foods and I can eat spicy food. Well, I'm 52 now. I don't mess with that crap anymore. <coughs> Excuse me for the coughing. I am not editing it out. Um, you can, I can eat it, but I choose my spots, right? But I know this guy can't handle this stuff. And I also know that peer pressure doesn't stop as a child. Peer pressure will make an adult do something. And I saw the look on his face when the spicy food came to the table. It was like a bar uh, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was more like a, it was like a um, you know, you know, it's like a sports bar type thing with real food in it. You know, not a full restaurant, but like like um, if you have uh, say for the sake of argument, you have the food that you would expect to be in a bar. Okay, now imagine that food is at the highest level of bar food, like really super good bar food. Okay. So we're used to this stuff and we're eating the tacos and burritos and all these kind of stuff. And I know him well enough to know he can't handle the spicy stuff. But my boys around the table are master punk makers and trash talkers. And they will punk you and trash talk your punk behind until you do something that you shouldn't be doing. Right. So they're trash. To, Come on, man. You's a punk, man. You can't handle this. You have to get punk. <laughs> you can't handle it. <laughs> you want us to go? You want somebody to you want somebody to drink your water for you to make sure it's safe? <laughs> Working him over, right? And I can see the look on his face, like, oh, I don't want to look like a punk in front of the guys. And I'm looking at him, like, I'm shaking my head, like, no, no, because I ate the food that they were trying to punk him to eat, but they weren't trying to get him to eat the hot, the hottest of the stuff. They were trying to just get him to eat some of the stuff, which was not that hot, but. Because of the peer pressure, Captain Stupid decided to reach over the the medium uh, spice over to the the ultra spicy. He picks it up and he's heading towards his mouth. And I look at him and I'm like, you know, that's going to burn coming out too, right? I'm all right. Don't worry about it, man. Puts it in his mouth. And some hot food. Doesn't burn the crap out of you right away. It gives you just enough time uh, to swallow it, right? Once again, the body is like, oh, so you're going to eat that stuff? All right, I could let it burn you in the mouth, which would make you stop and not swallow it. But because you want to be an a-hole, Jack, 
I'm going to let you swallow it. I'm not going to tell you that it's hot until you got something in our stomach. And he, he bites it. Yes, it's really not that hot. Right? And we're all looking at him. And the people who were browbeating him saw him doing that. And they were in shock because they didn't want him to take that stuff. They were like, oh, they were in shock. Like, hey. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, ha, ha. And he eats it again. Takes another bite. And then all of a sudden, his mouth. Give me the water. Give me the water. Give me the water. The water's not helping. All it does is take the oil that's burning you and splash it around down your throat. Now your throat's burning. And then it stuff's in your stomach. And the body was like, oh, I'm going to be waiting for you, Jack. Four hours from now, you're going to be in the bathroom and I'm going to make my impression felt in the buttocks area. You saw him the next day. He was walking a little weird. And I go, did you hurt your back? He goes, yeah, my back's hurting. I'm going, ha it's not your back hurting. You got your behind burnt out, didn't you? No, man. Tell the truth. <laughs> exactly the body was waiting for him in the bathroom four hours later and they the body took a blowtorch out and lit his behind on fire to teach him a lesson because the body didn't want him eating that crap hey amen your body knows but what i'm saying my friends to everybody listening to me yes our bodies are pieces of crap because of what they do to us but what we have to do is beat our body do the workout anyway because eventually the body will go i give up i'll allow you to make us fit and if you eat good foods the body will go you know what occasionally you can have some kielbasa and that crap on it okay we won't burn you that good. i mean we're gonna have to burn it this 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 peppers and that's nothing we can do about that but we won't put the blowtorch to your booty my friends your body in the beginning when you first start working out, is a piece of crap. But if you do what you're supposed to do and continue the workouts and continue working uh, that good diet, it'll become your friend again. Just like that person who was mad at you in the beginning of this story for not being available. Eventually, he or she will get used to the fact that you're not at their beck and call and they just have to be grateful for the time you give them because you're the kind of person that has crap to do. It's just the way it works, my friend. <sighs> yes, I still feel like crap physically, but you know what feels good? Talking to all of you and knowing that you're going to listen to this. And I appreciate you for doing so. If you love this podcast, and I believe you do, do me a favor, my friends. Rate and review this podcast Tell some friends or relatives about this podcast. Spread the word, my friends. And if you love this podcast, listen to my other podcast called S. Anthony Says. Both podcasts are on every major platform. Okay, so make sure that you check it out on Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, and TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio, and all of that stuff. It's everywhere, baby. And I appreciate you for listening to me. You dig? All right, everybody, much love to you. Thank you for coming back as you always do. Much love to you all. I appreciate you. And I will see you guys next time.
Take care.